We were saying earlier, one of New Zealand's oldest boys' schools is welcoming its first non-male student. Staff at the 169-year-old Christ's College in Christchurch have been working with one of their students who now identifies as gender diverse. Deputy Principal Rob Donaldson says the school's virtues of respect and compassion have guided them throughout this matter. He says they've sought guidance from Qtopia, an organisation supporting rainbow young people in Christchurch. And Qtopia's Executive Director, Alice Anderson, joins me now. Good morning to you, Alice. Good morning. Thank you so much for the invitation. We're happy to be here. Well, thank you. And thank you for giving me the... um, benefit of your knowledge and your expertise in this area because you're very kind um one of the things i was wondering about is that i couldn't think of anything worse than feeling trapped in your own body and as far as i understand it quite often children as soon as they're cognizant Mm. know that somehow this isn't right but at the same time aren't we also told that young people's brains aren't fully developed in terms of the rational rational reasoning side of their brains until they're 23, 24? Sure, I hear you. And I guess for us doing the work that we do, what we see time and again, which confirms your first statement, is young people feeling outside of themselves or outside of the prescribed genders. So we see young people, for example, entering into education, say primary school, where they're really confronted with the gender binary for the first time. You know, this idea that there is only man and woman and that men act like this and look like this and that women act like this and look like that. And young people are feeling from that moment that they don't fit within what is available to them. And we know that these identities exist. A broad spectrum of rainbow identities and gender identities exist. So this is really about how we work together to create more inclusive environments for young people and for everyone to be who they are. Absolutely. Transitioning, though, is is a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. So, is the, I mean, if, if you if you know in yourself that mm. you are not meant to be a boy, you you yep. identify as female. Uh, being told to wait until you're twenty three or twenty four would be would feel appalling. But is there any kind of research or any kind of studies that have been done? that say that the brain needs to be in that fully adult capacity before you should make decisions like that? No, there's nothing that supports that. And we understand that it can be challenging for people because we have this idea that young people are not uh, equipped or aware enough of the world around them to make these decisions. But I guess I kind of pose the question, we're all on a journey of identity our entire lives. You know, and we have to really believe young people when they come to us and share who they know that they are with us. Yeah, um, it's the same for all of us. You know, this is a our understanding of who we are continues across our entire lives. So, is there ever really a point where we can say, "This is who I am"? Because we know it's going to continue to change and develop. Um, and but when we do arrive at those points of knowing, it's really important that they're affirmed by the people around us. Okay, so Christ College has been very understanding, but surely if you're a girl, then you can't go to Christ College. I won't speak specifically to the decisions that Christ College has made, though we fully support them in the work that they have done. But I think, you know, gender is a social construct. This is an idea that we came up to better understand one another. So it fits that perhaps our understanding of each other has to broaden as we grow greater development or we... um, kind of come to understand ourselves better or are able to better define who we are. 
our institutions and our organisations have to broaden their understanding um, along with us so that we can be better inclusive. I could understand at a co-ed school it would be relatively easy to, you know, for uh, a student to transition. But yeah. I wonder if, if um, an all-male school will now get approached by females saying, well, you already have a female at the school. I'd like to have the benefit of that education as well. Absolutely. And this, this is the, where we find ourselves in in society. You know, it's really questioning these traditional models um, that are so kind of connected to uh, traditional gender roles as well and asking whether they need to be broadened and to have greater perspective to be more inclusive of all identities and the young people that are seeking to their guidance and support. So it's, we find ourselves at a very interesting time in the world. Well, we do. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it does seem extraordinary really because I just wonder how many unhappy young people I grew up with who didn't even have the words or the knowledge to articulate how out of place they felt. And that's what we see time and again and why language and definition and terms are so vital. You know, they provide a lifeline of understanding for people to be able to better define and articulate who they are. Um, And we have to remember that the spectrum of identities have always existed. We're just now in a time in history where through greater visibility and through the incredible advocacy that has been done by these communities, we arrive at this point where the traditional model, traditional systems are having to question uh, where they are. You know, we are all as human as one another. Mm. Um, And this is really about how we make space for everyone to feel a part of the world. I think I'm so simple. Really, and in a way, it's in a way it's kind of easier being simple and not yeah. overthinking things. Well, you know, I I don't overthink. I babble along, and life is really pleasant. And you know, I know I like boys, and and that, yeah. and always have. And yeah. I really think being naive and simple is is the way to go. <laughs> well, I do think simplistic thinking is, is beautiful as long as it's inclusive, right? Yes. Because it's yeah. wonderful for you to be able to yeah. say, you know, you have this awareness of your identity. Yeah. We need to provide the same kind of care and compassion and understanding that we do for people whose identities differ from ours too. Yes. I just, yeah, I mean, growing up in Pukekoe Tokoroa Turangi Waihe, I just, in the, in the 70s, I just can't imagine mm-hmm. how many unhappy people there were along yeah. kids there were alongside me because it hasn't come out of nowhere absolutely absolutely mm. as we keep saying like these identities have always existed we're um, fortunate enough to have arrived at a point where we can provide better support and understanding mm. for a more diverse range of people you know and where we ha- where we find ourselves now is wonderful and there is still so much more work to mm. do um, but we we do know that rainbow young people have the poorest health and well-being outcomes across the youth sector and a lot of that is connected to these feelings of invisibility and isolation um, not being able to really be who they are for fear that the world around them won't accept them. Mm. You know, and these are young people that deserve just as much care and afi um, as mm. anyone, you know. So it's really all about us, um, those who fall outside of these communities or within them, to just allow ourselves to learn, to deepen our understanding, but mostly to just treat these situations with real care and compassion. Lovely to talk to you. Thank you. Alice Anderson, Executive Director of Qtopia. And seriously, if Christ College can show compassion, that really would be the last bastion of old white men, wouldn't it? And if they can show compassion, then surely everybody can.